we live. We got a live episode for you guys today. Bit of a different look, bit of a different uh, feel. Doing something a little bit different in general, guys. Two hundred and forty-nine. It's an official pre-show, um, and kind of just thought like, well, I don't really have time to record tonight. Why don't we do something <laughs> different? Why don't we just just fuck it, run it live? I mean, in in the most screw it, we'll do it live fashion. Avril has has gotten together and has pulled together. I think a a great little a little show. Obviously, you know, letting us use his his you know Twitch channel and you know doing a, a live podcast again. I can't say that we're going to do too many of these, but um, <laughs> in the moments that we can, uh, you know, we'll we'll be here and we have some fun things to talk about and some things to you know also announced so that'd be yeah, fun. cool and you know there's going to be uh, a co-stream right after this so we've started this almost mm-hmm. exactly two hours before one hour 50 you know i needed an extra 10 minutes to set up um before the <laughs> games go live today so what, what this means is basically when we will end the podcast when the games go live today and then um i'll be doing my regular co-stream these guys will stick around for a bit and you guys are welcome to hang around and, and, and watch the games with everyone if you want. So that's how uh, today's going to run through. So let's see if we can fit it all in one hour 50. We should be able to. We all understand there's a hard stuff today. It's probably not going to be too much. We'll do a bit of a preview for the matches. But, you know, being that this is going to be an actual episode as well that gets uploaded um, to all the normal platforms, you're probably going to end up hearing about all of this kind of stuff into the future if you're actually hello youtube and spotify listeners right you're like oh but the game's already happened so uh hello in the future okay. all right guys um let's just kick this off there's not too much preamble here so without further ado episode 249 brought to you by avril vista baby battle cry refined bean bronze bot buha philadelphia is more of a stage three team anyway chris r3444 she changed it to philadelphia is more of a, a lower bracket team anyway um uh, Cash 67, Lotion, Pork Chop Semi, Rick Zane, Volumel Spoon, Nuts, and Your Misery. Look, if you, if you know, you know. They they did drop down. With YouTube members, I Jello, William Jesse, Vishmam, Free Element 6, AK, and Chris R. Uh, before we talk about the actual results in the game, yes. though, we actually do have an announcement to make. So recently, yes. we entered into a bit of an exciting new partnership, hopefully one of many upcoming, but it is, mm-hmm. uh, it is, it is brand new for us, and uh, it's it's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, disclaimer. I I think we we all understand that uh, you know we had talked about this this company before uh, because we do believe in it and I think that's partly why uh, this sponsorship makes a lot of sense and this partnership makes a lot of sense. Um, but uh, you know, for those who aren't necessarily following the socials, maybe not necessarily uh, completely tuned in, uh, TCP and Juked the you know new social media platform formerly or you know coming from the the minds of chan man and, and fish sticks so, you know some of the old heads might remember um we're in a partnership with them and we're partnering them for the um next month doing a couple uh you know doing some stuff you know trying to trying to you know com- connect with the community in some ways and the way that we've kind of done that is we've uh, created this kind of award to kind of celebrate both the community and the uh, the Overwatch League itself. Um, but to explain kind of what Juked is, it's it's this kind of fun mashup of like a a you know think of think of like your your middle school self and like the the agendas that you have to get signed. I know there's 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 got to be somebody out there that also had this experience. You know, it, it has all of the scheduling, it has all of, you know, your favorite esports like content, it's being pushed at you on like a social media platform that isn't just Reddit and Twitter. 
these these you know these other platforms just don't have the um the capacity to have any kind of long form or meaningful discussion so like not only is this a content aggregation app but it's also there to kind of like create a community and you know i think we have our own little community uh, around tactical crouch that we go into and we have these fun live events and we have these live shows and last night we were talking about doing a game night again tbd on when that happens but you know we we will let you know and you know if you follow us on juke maybe you'll also uh be notified there as well um but we are working with them they are they're creating a really cool tool um and this makes a lot of sense i think for the both of us um so all of our content is going to be on there as well going to be pushing live to you guys that way and the way that we've kind of done this we've 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 kind of found a little creative solution to this this partnership is that again we've created this award the juked mvp of the week award and we want to put it out there we want to kind of pose a question to you guys and you know showcase some of the 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 bigger brains the the foreheads the the og members of the community and some of the more creative um comments let's say or or you know nominees of the award and we've we've got a couple to share today um some of them some of them a little bit more uh, outrageous let's say uh, but the award this week was looking at the early votes for the MVP of the midseason madness, right? Um, and we had, you know, quite a, I was pleasantly surprised with the turnout, but, you know, we've got some, some familiar faces of, of the Overwatch community and some of the, you know, the TCP regulars. Be nice, I see you. Just don't shit in my pants, okay? I'm just saying. You gotta, you gotta keep that to yourself. But we've got, you know, again, the award looking at, you know, the the early votes for MVP for Midseason Madness. And, you know, we've got Bradley, um, I believe, you know, Overwatch League uh, producer and observer, member of uh, the staff over there coming out and giving a giving a shine to Finn, who has been outstanding. I think Avril, like this, this, this is another one of your cool. your boys coming in, right? He is. He went over to the dark side, though. The NA side. <laughs> the NA side. The NA side. Um, it- we- Go on, you're good. It's actually quite interesting because, like, a lot of people seem to nominate flex support, which I don't disagree with. Also, when I talked to MN3, MN3 was like, our backline is dying a lot. And, like, Glatz is probably going to be very good because, like, they have great backline synergy and Shu is a nut job. So, like, I feel like that the, there are some smart suggestions in there. I think that might actually be the matter where flex support really matters uh, again. Are we doing the, the player of the week today? I'm, so, I, I'm, I, sh- I should be less, less of, less of the, l- don't think of it necessarily as a player of the week, but like we're, we're, you know, getting in touch with the community and getting their takes on this. Um, right on. I think this could change in the future. We may actually like tally votes and like achieve in a winner, but you know, the, the juked MVP is not only showcasing you, some of your guys' favorite picks, but again, None of this is really possible without you guys. And I say that in the most genuine way because we wouldn't be here if you weren't here. And this partnership wouldn't happen if you weren't here. So again, Alrighty. it's a win-win all around. True. So so you let me know then. It sounds like not today, but we'll, we'll get to that. We will get yes. to that. All right. Um, Mystics and Madness. So a couple of things, a couple of cool things that are happening. Let's just get through this really quickly because, uh, mm. I mean, this is pretty new. Won't spend too long on this one because we're not we're not you we don't usually do like reviews and stuff. But uh, here we go. Yeah. I thought this was interesting to look at. Once it comes up, Royal Knight Mercy skin <laughs> has been announced. This is like, trust me, this is gonna be short. But this is this was like kind of <laughs> apparently the Mercy community subreddit or something like that. 
they mm-hmm. had an inkling of the fact that this was going to come up. So, really? Yeah. Apparently, they had like they had a leak. There was like a real leak that was happening. Oh no shit! But like, you know, everyone's like, well, where, "Where's the new skin? Like, we don't know about the new skin yet." Um, you know, because we had the Reaper one, uh, but then True. they never announced another one for mid-season man. And so finally, here it is: Mercy Joust skin. I had, I think it was Mr. X or it was somebody from like Overwatch League Brass that had tweeted like the explanation of this, like how this is like the June Joust, like replacement, like the June Journament. And I was like, how does, how does the Royal Knight fit with like madness or like the midseason? So I was like, okay, like it wasn't completely obvious. You have to be mad to play her. I think that's what it is. Sure. That's, that's one way to look at it. That's certainly, you know, on brand. It's on brand for me. But, <laughs> I mean, it is a cool skin. I mean, not my favorite character, but the skin's pretty cool. I don't know. Check it out. Fun fact, it's, her, it's her second Overwatch League skin because she's got an all-star one as well. Yeah. Um, so, it's also pretty good. It is, yeah. it is. It is. It is. And I wasn't joking when I said this in a previous episode, but I have only got two golden guns in all of Overwatch. One is Anna. The other one is Mercy. Is so, it like a spite mercy like golden gun? You're just no, like, I, I I got it at the time because I was playing a lot of mercy because I when I, uh, I I wasn't playing pro but I was scrimming. Sure, and I was actively competing. Um, so you back then when you when you play main support, your two heroes were mercy and Lucio, legitimately. Yeah. Uh, and back then as well, no one knew how to play Lucio. Everyone was a ground Lucio, so I never did like wall mm-hmm. riding and stuff. I was literally <laughs> a ground Lucio and an occasional mercy player. And I was like, well, I only two I only play two heroes competitively. One's mercy and one's Lucio. And I was like. I'll probably get the Mercy skin first and maybe get the Lucio on one later. And then by the time I got around to the second golden gun, I was like, I'm not even playing these heroes anymore. I play mostly Anna now, so I'm just going to get that instead. Mm. But that's that's kind of how it worked. So uh, my love-hate relationship with Mercy is 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 that's how it goes. You know, I, I <laughs> she, she has one of my two golden guns. Anyway, told you we weren't going to stay too long on this one. Yeah, this, is, this was a very brief flyby. This one is uh, our little guardian angel towards the skin, and then just like the new changes, we're going to boost ourselves up and just fly on the fuck out of there. So, uh, we got to cover drama. You know, this is a, this is a TMZ broadcast. <laughs> so, here we go. You ready to cover some go. drama? Let's get, you know let's get what it, it in is. there. You know what it is. Yeah, we'll cover this briefly. Uh, well, we'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll just cover it. Just yeah. going to cover it. I don't know I don't know what time we'll trip you to it. I feel like it's worth covering. I feel like people want to know about stuff like this uh long story i'll just i'll just explain the situation and then we'll discuss it um poco sent out a tweet i believe this was the original tweet he had a photo of the setup this is the match room setup so when you tune into mid-season madness you will see the setup in terms of like you know the backdrop um the the tables and stuff as well uh and originally they were going to do both the teams directly facing each other like inches away like this is very close right they're very close close enough that people were joking like they could play footsies with the other team underneath the tables right it's just shit like that like if you like if you wanted to punch somebody on the other team you could just like reach out and grab them or something like something stupid like that uh but the main concerns were that audio bleed would be a problem and you could potentially hear the other team's comms that was the main issue that that and i just think this looks a little bit old this looks outdated right this looks like an amateur Land. I think that's mm-hmm. the other thing. So Jake uh, says, non-standard competition desk. Who plays with a curved desk? That's another issue. So I believe there's some curved desks in there. Uh, and plays these close enough to hear each other's comms, especially between rounds. We were told this mm-hmm. morning that nothing is going to be fixed. Um, the update is they did eventually fix this. So if you 
watch the actual midseason madness now and you look at the player cams especially the wide shot you'll notice that all the players are now shoved against the wall so what they've done is you see these two walls here they basically separated they basically added as much of a gap in the middle as possible so mm. the players are basically have their backs to the wall uh which which helps it's still not as good as it could be but it's it's something so i'm glad they at least did something all right opinions yeah, guys. No. opinions the problem is that it created a new issue right because you know like the the other things like the, the you see the the walls right and I, I believe left and right side of that could be wrong but like the point is the rest of the room is usually used for ppa stations where teams that are warming up would be uh, be to, prior to their games now that is my understanding that this has been impeded you know mm -hmm. so um yeah it's it's not a great situation of course but uh yeah i don't know like if if we want to get into because here, here's my i'll i'll extend a hand to every everyone wants to smart feels very smug and smart about that situation because i feel like we're in dogpile mode where everyone in the esports con uh, industry once again has a has the ability to get a shot in on overwatch I sincerely believe that this is just like a situation that is expected, and I don't think anyone really made any, you know, like ridiculous mistakes other than what you reasonably could say is like the amount of teams there is probably questionable. I think sure, like yeah. the tables there are questionable. I think they're like the, the quality of the PPA stations. I think everything else can heavily be argued that this is unfortunately close to optimal as to what this community can support. Yeah, it's, again, uh, it's not ideal, and it's sad, and I think it sucks that you're right, that we, it is kind of partially correct that this is kind of where we are currently. Um, it's frustrating that we can't be some... We, can't, we, we haven't really found the right balance of solution where we have too many teams or we don't have too little teams but we still want to have like a land environment but we also can't do have a land environment because of covid and because we have such a huge like eight like presence in asia it's tough and i i do give leeway to the league but i i think it's it's starting to run a little thin um I don't I, I don't think this is like a great dog pile. Like it's produced some funny memes. And I think yes, I think you pointed out something kind of interesting the other day as well. Like this very well could have been if things weren't changed and like we did get this shot, like using Jake's tweet here as just the shot of like a camera position. You can get some like pretty comical like shots of like maybe hottie standing up and like shouting at Atlanta like mid match again. I, I, I speak in hypotheticals here and, and ways to kind of save this, this circumstance. It's not ideal. It sucks that this is the expectation. Hopefully we have solutions for the finals and we have solutions for next year that are a little bit better than playing in a, you know, in a science well, lab in a university. But even then, I don't know. It's tough. I, I, I mean, that, yeah, that was intended, right? That's the entire point. This is plan C. Like, yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like plan B. I think, I think, I don't know, even though, I don't think there's a plan C. I don't know. Yeah. Plan C would be everything cancelled, guys. Really no more yeah. midseason. Um, <laughs> no, I, it, yeah, it's some fair criticism. I don't want to sound like we're just like defending it all completely either. No. I think there's some fair criticism. No, this is pretty, it's pretty lame compared to, mm -hmm. compared to doing an actual LAN. 
Um, and I think it is a bit tiring to see that every other esport gets yeah gets constant lands that look great. Uh, it's it's a little rough, especially considering that just around okay, the corner th is. Then, then those people that want that gotta make some sacrifices to the land god. Like, you've got to tell me, like, do you not want international competition with Chinese teams? Because that's what you're giving up. That, that would be if the, that's fine that with you. The solution. the solution would yeah. be we don't yeah. have international, we just do another NA LAN, and Asia does their thing again online. And I'm not mad yeah. at that. Yeah. Like, not, if we just have no, one international I event? I am. Okay. No. Just the end of season? Playoffs? Pack it up. I think it's it it a little bit I'm, I'm on the same page as it, it gets a little bit boring if we're just doing three NA versus NA lands and then sure, three Asia yeah. versus Asia things. Especially, I hate to say this, but APAC can get really boring that way when there's only seven teams. You're saying this, you're seeing yeah. the same fucking teams playing the same yeah. domestic over and over and over. So, like, I was dying for an international because, like, I need to see me some some Glads versus Soul sure. kind of shit, right? I need to see that. I, I can't I hear do, you. I, hear I can't do three domestic competitions and then just one final global thing if we even get that. You know, it, as far as I know, you know, Plan A for the playoffs and, and the finals is going to be land. So that's Plan mm -hmm. A again. They got a long time to figure that shit out before we get there. So yeah. a lot of room for improvement from where we are here. Um, one extra thing I wanted to bring up is they actually did fix the curve table. So. Um, yeah, Jake was talking about some the curved discs here. Uh, they, they actually did replace those with straight discs as well. So credit where credit is due. They did actually try cause, try and fix it because it also, he also said there, we were told this morning nothing was going to be changed or fixed. That all obviously uh, ended up being that, you know, the league decided, yeah, maybe we should do something about it. And then they did change it. So they, they did, they tried to do something. Uh, what I want to highlight here um, is actually a thread right below with Stylosa and... Um, a person called Luke Hooperhoa, who actually, I believe, works for the University of Manoa, or at least this person is a part of the the setup, or is a part of the whole thing going on at uh, Project Aloha, correct? So, I just want to... Yeah, at least that involved or included, yeah. I just want to go through this thread, because I feel like this person adds a lot of reasonable yes. insight into how things are and why they are. And Stylos asked some good questions as well. Okay, so he, here's, here's what he says. It, he, he means begs belief, but it beggars belief the absolute state of ours sometimes. I'm sure whoever's responsible for this trash setup will blame lack of resources or some other crap. I refuse to believe having rooms for each team would be beyond their budget scope. Response. It's not a budget issue. It's the fact that it's being hosted in a literal active college campus and there's not mm -hmm. enough available rooms. True story. There's a lot more in-person classes this summer than last, so there's less free space than last summer, in addition to way more teams flying out. Also true, there's eight teams going to Hawaii now instead of two. Last year, for sure. Hawaii events, only two North American teams went. Now there's eight. Mm -hmm. So why use this venue? Because it's the only non-military, non-medical facility with access to the undersea cable to Tokyo that allows for decent connection. The only other option for inter-region tournaments is to fly all of the NA teams out to Asia, which would put them at an even, big, even bigger disadvantage. Uh, there's also visa implications there as well, so it's not just like how long they're flying. But um, mm -hmm. I, to be fair, I, I, I think this would have been a good solution maybe to get everyone to korea and that's that's something that other people yeah, have but, latched onto yeah. as a fair solution yes but it's a logistical like by the time the na situation was cleared it's practically impossible to make that work and right. you're gambling right like it had they like it looked like they could have done it then china closes down they could have said like let's start in korea but like there's only one organization local or two i guess with uh t1 right. as well 
where you even have any connection there that you could host something like that and then you would have to make that call who knows if korea is locked down by the time you had to make that shot like korea people need a... to work with the with the realities that when the decision had to be made that's when that call is feasible well, so korea actually has another covid wave at the moment that's why fusion actually a bunch of them caught covid and that's why they're not in the facility right now that's a little bit of a upsetting situation from the uh, philadelphia fusion home base in t1 uh but continuing with the thread Stylosa says there have to be other options riot fly all teams out to iceland for vct thanks for the clarification on the internet situation vct doesn't have any chinese teams whereas a full quarter of overwatch league teams are chinese china has the most prohibitive covid lockdowns protocols right now so the chinese teams wouldn't be able to fly anywhere there must be better solutions than this, though. Even using Hawaii, you'd think the multi-million dollar esports league could have a bigger space for the duration of the event. Everyone can agree that the whole situation is really bad, but they're still waiting on someone to suggest something that's better. It's a bad situation that doesn't have a single good way to address it. Um, Agreed. And that's about the end of that. I don't think Luke has any further responses. So, uh, yeah, there's, some, yeah other, there's some other takes in here, but we'll end it at what Luke says. So it's essentially, the the end of the story is well, you know, the end of this discussion between Stylosa and Luke is that it's just, it's, these are the, this is the hand that we've been dealt. These are the cards yeah. that we've been dealt. Yeah. And we're simply going to have to deal with it the best we can. Yeah. Is, the, is, the, is the short story, the short version of the story. Yeah. yeah. I, I looked at, because I knew about the situation a little bit beforehand. I went down the decisions tree where they could have feasibly made better decisions. I think realistically the only thing that was a little bit iffy is the amount of teams invited. I think had you had less teams, then they, you have less teams requiring practice uh, PPAs if you know that your space is limited. Mm-hmm. Um, but finding a fair split is also challenging. Are you go Like the feasibly, the only thing that you could do is 5-3, but 5-3 and 5 out of 12, uh, 13 teams. Is that fair to 3 out of 8 teams? You know, well, like... London gets screwed. Teams like London wouldn't make it then. That, that doesn't feel good, yeah, right? That's also true. Considering yeah. London's yeah. Cinderella story, that would be fucking shitty for them. So, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's yes. like you said, it is the hand that we have been dealt and to kind of like... Not rebut, but to kind of better explain the point of like, maybe we just try to focus on creating live events. I, I do believe that like at, at at the heart of hearts for this audience, we desperately need butts and seats and we need people to like experience the like the live event that is overwatch but also seeing these players and how excited they are and how disappointed they are when they lose and like really connecting with them i do believe that like at the soul of this game the audience needs to connect with the players and we're still having a hard time getting like the webcams working and like i'm not even biggest like i'm not huge on that solution but like that's what we've got and it's already still being an issue so like there's there's a lot of logistics in this that like we're having a hard time tackling so maybe we just need to shelf international competition until we can like really get it right that's my ticket. No, yeah. no, this is this is way better. Okay, you guys need to get off the o- offline train. Nobody gives a like. There's so much apathy towards like a venue that isn't stellar, unless you're VCT and have like the most incredible stage. Nobody gives a fuck about your life uh, um, setup. Like, okay, you get people into seats. That would be nice. That's all fine and dandy. Nobody gives a fuck from the viewing perspective. You gotta get off your horse and uh, try to find like any 
any sort of like approach in order to feign some professionalism. This is not the scene for it. Like whenever we scuff, we're getting viewership. Everything that's scuffed in this league is getting more viewership than non-organic, like uh, over-polished shit. That's sure. Just, like, I don't. Lean I don't it. disagree with that. I don't disagree with that at all. But I think it's just how or what the vehicle is for the scuff, right? Like if we want, you know, somebody's cat to vote on the hero bands, I'm, I'm all for it. Like that's content that, you know, it's a little goofy, but go for it. But if we're playing in, in a science lab with desks next to each other and like, yeah, I mean, it's, it's just bad stuff. You know what I mean? Like, so it's, it's same, same, but different. So, yeah, I mean, it's like if we want international competition, we have to go to Hawaii because we can't fly yes. the Asian teams over. Uh, we're also not able to fly the NA teams over to Asia because of that's a logistical. Maybe we could have. I'm not going to say it was impossible, but sure. this decision was made not to. Maybe it was too logistically difficult. Um, Hawaii, I admit Hawaii is an easier solution. It's something that the league has done before. If you go to mm -hmm. Hawaii, you're in an active university who are doing classes. So there's limited space. Um, I had someone ask me, he's like, why don't they just book more rooms? Like, that's not how it works. Like, this isn't a hotel, guys. Yeah, it's not a hotel. You can't just book more rooms. It's an active <laughs> university with students taking classes. The priority of the university is to, you know, have classes available to the students, not to fucking host mm -hmm. an esports league. Yeah. I, I, I gotta get that AP on, Bio 101 guy. Come, like, come on. I, I also read, I, I think not everywhere on the campus has uh, access to that particular, like, uh, extraordinary yeah. internet. And, and, and it's such, right. just the case that, like, you know, like Luke said, if you want, I want to highlight this tweet, if you if you want to use the Undersea Tokyo cable, which we do for a good connection, mm -hmm. where the fuck else can you go? Yeah. Unless you want to head up the United States military. It's like, hey, guys. Can we use a military base? Sponsored by the United States Marine Corps. Semper Fi, guys. Can we use a military base to fucking go to Pearl Harbor and just use a military base to start broadcasting? A little rough. I don't know. A little rough. So, yeah. This is basically the solution. It is what it is. I don't like this. I don't think anyone likes this. But it's more one of those, like, disgruntled, like, oh, fuck it. Just have to kind of put up with it. It's this, yep. or you don't get international tournaments. Yeah, for for yeah. this event, that's it. But I think the um, look if if by the end of the year this happens again, dog pile them, pile pile straight up. I don't care anymore. <laughs> but like, yeah, yeah, I'm, con yeah, no. I'm yes, convinced that the sense. end of I'm convinced that this is a problem that's big enough. Correct. I'm also I'm also in the know in some certain things, but I'm I'm not I won't mm -hmm. reveal too much. But basically, what I'm saying is, by the time we get to playoffs and finals, there's going to be some better solutions than this. So, yeah, yeah, for sure. That's that's yep. that's really what it comes down to in today. And if by the playoffs and finals I'm wrong and there are not better solutions, then fucking dogpile them, right? But right now, yep. right now, this is this is all we can do. This is like the that's, hand that you've been dealt. You got to play this fucking yep. hand. The that's problem where is we agree. Here, here, okay. Here's a here's another thing though. By the time we're in November, I promise you, we're we're back in a bad a bad COVID wave once again. Like people think we're back back to normal. We are certainly possible. Game yeah. five is going to hit us like a truck again. Like, there's still the possibility that even if you think, like, you can, I don't know, host in Iceland or wherever you want to do it, like, that, there's still a non-zero percentage chance right. that whatever contingency plan you had or, like, workaround is just shut down by the uh, situations. Like, it didn't look like we, like, 
NA is pretty open. The, the fact that we just have so many attack vectors because of our international uh, mm -hmm. situation, that's the problem, right? And like whatever issues we have now is just a down-the-line problem from decisions we made in the past that yeah. now this league front office has to, uh, to, has to, you know, like, take care of or deal with, and they're getting dogpiled when these terrible decisions in the past have already been made that are now catching up to us, that everyone uh, pointed out, like, had a, who had a smidge of an idea of how an esports uh, works generally, pointed out to people, and, like, unfortunately, nobody ever applies public pr or gets to apply public pressure until, mm. you know, like, we, we actually mm. see the problem. So now we're in the problem. The people that made these decisions are long gone. We're shitting on, on people that haven't made these decisions and now have to deal with, with the fallout of it all. And we're waking up to the reality that this is not a tier one esports, guys. It's, it just isn't. Right? So we got to deal with it and we got to grind back. Mm -hmm. Yep. 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 Okay. Well, let's uh, let's w and actually, there's uh, the Toronto land event is still upcoming for stage three. True. So there's at least that's going to be a good bounce back. I mean, it's not going to be international, but it will at least be like, hey, we can do live events. They can look good. They're not always in Texas as well. So, boom, got that to look forward to. All right, wrap up on that conversation. Uh, let's actually get into the preview now, uh, as this is yeah. going to be a time sensitive episode. So, why don't we just dive into it? Um bracket let's review the bracket, bracket really quickly and then we'll get into the individual game so here's what went mm. down yesterday london spitfire versus atlanta rain uh three one result there so two of these games i actually casted i was there for london spitfire rain and then houston that was mayhem which is gonna be three zero uh and then we had the shanghai dragons take down toronto defiant then hung spark versus fully fusion let's dive into we'll review the bracket again in terms of who who they all picked and during our uh, review let's dive into the actual games themselves. So why don't mm. we start with the London Spitfire versus Ooh. the Atlanta Rain. That was the first game that came on through. So um, who, I who starts? Is I just someone else I'll, start while yeah, I yeah, I'll do. <laughs> you're good. You're good. I'm doing I like behind the scenes. London is is hilarious. Like it's it's comical. Because I think one of the biggest, like, obviously, bone back, 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 bone back. Shout out to the real ones. Like, I had a great game. One of, like, arguably seasonal best May, like, maybe in the discussion for, like, best May ever. Like, this kid's nuts. This kid is a playmaker on a hero that is effectively an Anivia wall bot, right? Like, it's it's crazy how good this kid is. And then you put him, you can put him on flex support. Like, that's, that's, that's a whole other discussion. But I think like the the brilliance of this game in particular was the the narrative that is constantly reiterated is that everybody is always shocked when Shaxx actually shows up and plays like a madman. Like we know Sparker's good. People are coming to coming around to the idea that Hottie's actually kind of cracked. What do you people mean coming are, around? I think people have been on the Hottie train like most of the year. I think I think coming around like I th I think there's still there's still people convincing from no, last year because I think last year people were like, "Oh, British Hurricane." 
This is Joe all over again. Like he, this is like game. <laughs> not watching Game of Thrones and having an opinion all over again. This uh, man has okay. not read a single Reddit comment or social media comment. You're right. I in the last think... three and a half decades, and You're like right. things are like, well, the public opinion on this is like Hardy. Now everyone's on the Hardy train. My guy, everyone was on the Hardy train. Yeah. Yes. Now everybody is, but you have to remember. Like, think of last year. Last year, the narrative was, oh, my God, British Hurricane's coming in. Yeah, they're going to wreck fucking they out. Was, because they sucked. Yeah, and they were terrible. And then now... Jordan Pig, they're sending their fucking <laughs> command via the exactly. Royal Mail. So I need you to get on your hills with your Zweihander and start axing some kids and, and cutting that narrative away. And I think it has been adequately, right? But I think the, the untold story about this game in particular was Shaq's. Every single year, this guy, this kid has to like prove to everybody that he's still like actually not only just a like feasible player, not just a serviceable player, but wait, a genuinely wait, wait. Was, good player. Wasn't Shaq's pretty reasonable last year, even though they were losing? Like, I don't yes, think any, every I don't think, season. I don't think anyone ever had a poor opinion of Shaq's because he proved himself on the Valiant uh, well before the London Spitfire. I, I, I I'm gonna I'm I'm be honest. I remember a particular take on uh, on TCP where I said like. I don't know if there's a worse hit in in Al than uh, than Shaq's, and I'll be honest, oh. I don't think he's particularly outstanding either. That's just a no. normal hit skin now. Yeah, he's he's a good player, but like that's the thing is yeah. like we always have to be reminded that this kid exists. Like we we've seen what Sparker can do in contenders, but like Shaq's always seems to kind of find a team that needs him, but oh, like yeah. can't always field him. And then when he actually comes out and performs like he did, did against the Atlanta Reign, again, you look at Venom, you look at, you know, Kai in some cases, right? Shaq's, like, this is this is a noticeable difference that this kid is actually performing to, like, a, an extremely high level. And I think that is a, there's, a, like, a lot of orbiting factors as to why that is. But, like, a lot of people are getting a lot of credit, rightly so. But Shaq's, again, very quiet player, does his job pretty well most of the time above average player i'd say at least in this match and right now you have an entire roster of fucking hitters these kids bring the heat i'm gonna i don't know if he's above average i'm sorry i think like we we really got to think about what the sure you're about to find out you're about to find average, out because when london, than marriage, right? when london marriage, when london when london plays the average is who they play next who london play next <laughs> they play shock Right, when they play Shock and then they're going to lose the bracket. I don't know, maybe they play... I would. I really want London to play one against one of the APAC teams. Because I yeah. want to see the APAC teams work around this Rhine. Um, in either case, like, you know, there's, Shaq's will be tested. He will be tested. The rest, mm -hmm. of, the rest of the players will be tested. Um, I'm going to get to the Atlanta <laughs> Rain in a hot second. But my, my take on London is, like, their, their knowledge and their tempo and their understanding of how to play to their win conditions go. as a Ryan team mm -hmm. is, is just so crisp. It's so pristine. Yep. Um, they just know exactly what they're doing as a Ryan team and how to pace and all that kind of stuff. But um, the reason why I've got Circuit Ray on the screen is because I want to talk about Lanta Rain as well. Um, and I might as well show the map they won, you know, instead of just watching yeah. it rolled by, by Reinhardt and all that. Um, <laughs> so I made some commentary on this particular map that this is the one area weakness for London is that does Sparker play Widow, guys? Does anyone know if Sparker plays Widow? Because I don't. Because he just didn't play Widow here. Um, I I know that he's played like he mid to long range. Yeah. yeah, he's played it before. I just don't know if like they feel the super comfortable him on. Here's the problem: you play Circuit Royale, which I personally believe is the number one Widow map currently in Correct. the entire map. This is the Widow map. So if you yep. do not play Widowmaker, 
you're going to get fucking shat on mm-hmm. by someone like Kai. And that's exactly what happened. Kai Kai was a permanent plus one machine. You were, yep. never, you were never fighting at 5v5 because Kai would always kill somebody at the start of a fight almost yep. every single time. His success rate on first blood was unbelievable. Um, mm-hmm. And it's unchallenged. And, you know, I kind of mentioned this as well, but when you look at the matchup here is London Spitfire playing the Brig version that also has a Genji. Um, your poke is worse. Your poke is phenomenally worse, which means you have to be very yep. active and you have to get in the face of your opponents. It's almost like playing Ryan Brawl again, but you have Poco and Sigma. But you have yep. to treat it like... It's Kai smiling, by the way. It's the first time I've seen him smile since he got <laughs> True, that shot yeah. kill him to uh, Violet's <laughs> Exo Boots on King's Row last year. That cost shock there. Playoff run. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, London Spitfire had did, did not do themselves any favors in this sort of matchup. Now, I in the, in the interview afterwards, Backbone was like, yeah, this is one of those very particular maps where like one strategy is, is very good and you know no other map is like this, which I kind of agree with. Um, mm-hmm. even though I think, like... No, I do agree. I was going to say Gibraltar as well, but no, this one's even more peculiar because you basically have to run Sigma Wood over here to be successful, and teams that can't do that are just going to lose. I think London yeah. just accepted, yeah, we probably lose this, and they just took it and be like, cool, take yeah. the hell and move on. And um, that's, like, almost where I want to, like, postulate, like, if if we're kind of already leaning that direction, because I agree, like, if you can't play Widow here, like, you are at a severe disadvantage. So is it even worth moving poco in or do you just try to force more brawl i think the ryan like, is worse you... i think the ryan is worse i think you just you Could just they, yeah. have even no. less capability to fight you they had some of the worst performances on ryan on that map i remember like early in the season my god like nothing was working for them yeah i mean it is like when you play against good teams like it is not something that like you can squeak by like that's not something you can kind of get over on them um but yeah that's a, that's gonna be a tough one and like that seems to be just like the counter pick, right? Like, it'll be nice if things go according. I mean, it's third map, so you'd have to like lose hybrid to avoid it. Um, but like, if if any opponents going into London, they get to counter pick on escort. Like, you yeah. know where you're going. Well, you're going is, to circuit. I think London are very heavily favored on hybrid because there's a lot of good hybrid maps yes. for Ryan. Yes, and then they're, yep. they're never going to be favored on escort. So, so my mm-hmm. analysis for a team like London is essentially. If you play against London, your drafting strategy should go like this. If Ideally, you're the higher seed. Uh, mm-hmm. And I think a lot of teams are going to be higher seed than London, so you get first pick. Oh, yeah. Your first pick on control should probably be Ilios. And then you want to... And then Agreed. London probably pick King's Row or something. You lose King's Row, cool. And then you go and you right pick circuit. circuit Royale uh, yep. or Gibraltar, but probably Circuit Royale. You win Circuit mm-hmm. Royale. Then London pick, they will pick Coliseo. Well, one of the two available yep. push maps. They are far better Coliseo than New Queen Street. You lose, let's say you lose Coliseo, you get final map pick, you take them to Oasis. And ideally, because Oasis is kind of die favored as well, you win. Mm-hmm. So it might take mm-hmm. you until five maps to beat London, but you will get a three and two yeah. based off yep. that, that drafting strategy I've outlined. So if I was yep. a coach of a yep. team, that would be my exact drafting strategy versus London. Yeah, and I think I do, that's and a I do pow- believe it would have a high success rate. Oh yeah, no, that's a that's a great skeleton to approach these games with. Like if you're like if you just flag each of those games, like those are the the good maps every every day of the week um to kind of get get around their their, you know, brawl centric, you know, style. Um and yeah, I think that like if an APAC team takes them in that direction, that's I, um, that's rough. I want to move on uh to the next game really quickly, but I just want to get quick thoughts on Atlanta. Yeah. Um, so before we move on, I, I'll, I'll start. Actually, I, I felt like Atlanta, they their backline really underperformed. I felt like UV had a really yeah. shocker of the game. It's very uncharacteristic. Yeah. I thought UV was just generally had a much better season than this. Um, they 
kind of got rolled over very quick. They got snowballed heavily by by London's mm. compositions, especially the Ryan stuff. But I was even surprised here, like how good London were at shutting down Hawk. And and this is like why I think we APAC teams are not running Doom anymore. I think Doom is so counterable compared to something yeah. like Winston. You would see so many APAC teams run Winston here instead of the Doom. And you notice it. I mean, there's. I, I don't know if I'll. We'll, I don't know if we'll get to the moment here. We'll probably cut away from this. But there was that moment where Hawk just dives onto the high ground on B, and he just gets fucking shat on yeah, by Landon Backbone. I just up. think. I just think Doom is overrated currently in in most yeah. of these comps. So when I heard, like, I remember, like, um, I can't remember who. You know, there was a conversation between, um, a conversation. It was. It was. It was a whole drama thing with Washington and the DPA tweet. And then the, mm. the pre-tweet, and they were, they were saying how, like, you know, Ryan's good and Doom's good, and I'm just like, not an APAC. No, it's not, it's not an APAC. Yeah. You know, no, one, no one playing that shit on APAC. Um, mm. And part of the issue is, you know, this is the learning curve for Atlanta Rain, but if you're not going to sub Gator in, which is fine, because I think Brad Seffi, he made the commitment. He said that we don't have we don't have ranked in Overwatch 2, so Gator can't grind. Your bench player can't yeah. grind the game. There's limited scrim hours that we have. If you're splitting scrim hours between two people, you know there's the argument that both are getting less compared to one guy that could be getting everything. So they made mm-hmm. the commitment to Hawk, but because they've... I don't know if that's just a recent thing. Although, to be fair, Hawk's played the entire season, but Hawk hasn't had to play the main tanks. He's having to learn stuff like Winston now, and he, he there's a lot of catch-up to do. And because yep. he can't play a Winston up to scratch, you're seeing Hawk go into Diva and shit. That's how you know. That's how you mm-hmm. know that this team currently hero pool wise is is not hitting the mark because you yep. i know it's easier said than done but you need a someone or a smurf on your team that yes. can play it all yeah. and like it's it's easier said than done just to be like hey go crack the wallet let's back out the brinks truck and let's go find you know the next smurf or the next someone because like yes this the game is about flexibility uh to speak more to atlanta i think you're you're spot on the money like I think it was just a quiet game all around. You look at Kai, I think is probably the only like consistent performer that entire series. Homie was like was kicking he, and his screaming his and crying. Sojin was not as good as Spark as this game. No, definitely not. But I think that's more of like a team facilitation thing. Like you look at, you know, Circuit Royal, he shows up obviously still performing he, well. He but no, like he's he no, there's no nothing to counter him. No one's counter sniping him. Agreed. It's, it's, it's agreed. like, it's, it's like, you know, he's, he's playing, he's having a stroll in the park when he's the only widow in a game that, does nothing to counter him. True, true. Uh, it, it's, I think it's it's speaking more towards like the overall like timidness, the quietness from Atlanta in this game. Right, like right, right. it didn't feel like anybody was there. It didn't feel like anybody was helping anybody. Um, like you said, I, I you know maybe we'll get to it, but there is that one point, like you mentioned, that you know they try to dive this this high ground point on Eichenwald, and it's just it's just not going to happen. It's not feasible. And like, that's kind of a theme we saw throughout a lot of these icon balls, uh, yesterday's and a lot of yesterday's games. Um, but yeah, Atlanta overall pretty quiet, uh, kind of was a little disappointing. Uh, all okay. things considered. I, do, do you have I, a qu- quick thought here? We, we, I want to move on to the next team straight away. So. Yeah. I, okay. I have like the thing with Atlanta where they are just a team who's unlucky with their player constellation in terms of the, what the meta is like. I think they're a team that could have run the Ryan comps as well, but then you're necessarily almost like phasing out Kai out of these compositions. Um, may, maybe not, you know, doing the, the whole soldier stint and whatnot, even though like... Also, I mean, now, even if they had put it all on Gator, you gotta ask if he had 
the ability to you know compete someone with Hardy, Ryan, uh, Reiner, and someone. Like otherwise, like now you're running Hawk. He has to come, uh, like, you know, like work from behind. But that also then means like you don't necessarily have one of the top tier main tanks, but you can play Kai. But now you're also in a situation where you have to play double flex support, which is not necessarily like the the best situation for Atlanta. I think like you just roll the dice every season, and like sometimes you're like your composition that you want to work out actually works pretty well. This is just whether dice roll didn't work for Atlanta, and I don't necessarily think this team is even worse from a player pound for point, even relative to the rest of the talent in the Overwatch League. I think they're just rather unlucky with how the meta has fallen, and like mm. th this is not their sh sh uh, strong th suit uh, at the moment. If they had a meta sure. that really suited Hawks Aeropool, I think they would be better off. But uh, oh yeah, that's kind of yeah. how it works. Which is why, like, ideally, which is why I think they made the right move by trying to focus on Hawk more. But he needs the he needs to catch up on the main tank heroes. All right, let's actually um, move on to the next game because we've got a few to mm -hmm. get through here. Um, yeah. Florida versus Houston. While I bring up the footage, who, who would like to start on that? Oh, match? man. I thought that was going to be a lot closer in Florida. I was well, I was we, hesitant we, with we Florida. Printed, we printed 3-2, did we not? I, yeah, I said it was 3-2. I think I think we had differing opinions on who was winning, but a lot. I, I do remember a lot of it was 3-2. I had Houston winning. Um Oh God, that was rough to watch. Um, I, I said this yesterday, like as you're watching. Shout out to those who show up for the the Discord, you know, watch party sometimes when the games are on. Um, that like the Florida Boston game, I think a few weeks back, that game fiver with the Valentine clutch, like it didn't look all that put together for for Florida. They got it across the line, but against the team that they probably should handily beat, and like it was it was a little rough around the edges. And I feel like they're still trying to like piece a lot of this together. It doesn't feel like they're all like it doesn't feel like the cohesive unit that they started the season with. Um, and Houston, it's Houstonable, right? Like they have the Pelicans, they have the Merits. Like you have star players that can be plus ones to use. You know Avril's you know definition here, like these kids get value and then some right they're not just trading up they're they're actively like winning you fights along like just by themselves it's you know funny so like houston, it makes i think part of the reason why i wanted to go three two for houston is because they had trouble mm -hmm. closing out games quickly sure yeah. last three games were all three twos so i'm like yep. fuck it they're gonna get a three two mm -hmm. again yeah then they just yep. rolled florida so it's, it's like a i don't know if that says more about houston or florida I think it says a little bit more about Florida. I don't think they're playing up to their potential, right? Like you, I think you finally yeah. see Hydron back in the mix, which again, like he started, he started the stage quite, quite good at Sojourn. Like he was, he was putting up some numbers. He was putting up plays. Like he was some, like Florida against London to open, I think the stage of memory serves um, what he, he looked like the second best Sojourn in NA. Then you see Exy come in who also looks quite good, but it's that the rotation that, i'm not big on ah, a lot of it just it, it feels like they're going through a rough patch it feels like the communication isn't necessarily there um and london or not london but houston rather uh got got the better of them hopefully florida can can turn it up wake up maybe the travel touching them a little bit like it, it again it's not a non-factor but just just not florida's day not not waking up well they i said this on the broadcast as well but like they just felt I hate to use the word uncoordinated because it, it sounds too much of a catch-all. Like, it's just one of those yeah. buzzwords like, ah, they they were uncoordinated. But what I'm... Essentially, what I'm trying to say is, like, 
you get so many examples of individuals trying to make hero plays and so many examples mm-hmm. of like someone overextending someone the player obviously um yeah. where he tried to he, he almost went i spent into the i went to the houston spawn and shit like yeah punishment like, bro you guys are just losing all map control because someone just fed like so yeah. stuff like this like checkmate going for these like you know solo uh solo play blizzards like i'm gonna make the hero blizzard play and like no consideration to what the team's objective is he's just got he's just fucking going in and sending mm-hmm. this shit and i'm like yep what the hell are these guys doing like are they on comms like yeah it's it's confusing and it's definitely something that like we've definitely paid attention to again i can remember i think it was mayhem versus dallas on king's row like florida comes out with the brawl look and someone's running it down on on ryan and it's not like he is he is like four or five steps ahead of his team running down b getting these like trying to make these charge plays that like you might see hottie do but like his team isn't there to follow him up and, and it's just this it's disjointed it's messy it's just not good so what's crazy yeah. is that piggy ended up winning on ryan compared yeah. to someone but part of this is due to i, I think the I don't know if it's underrated. Maybe some people forget, but Pelican and Eris are, are sick on their respective heroes for brawl mm-hmm. because they were two yeah. out of six parts of the very successful Atlanta brawl last year. Yep, people yeah. have to remember that. It's it's also like I'm getting a little bit concerned for Florida here because I feel like it, it it's almost like a repetition of last year where they had like a six stage one where they even went yeah. to Y and everything. And now it feels like they lost their mojo a little bit. Like they they still try to like do a do a lot with like you know getting new players in, finding mm-hmm. like solutions. It, oh, I can't dude. even really pinpoint what the problem is. Like pin, the quality of the players. Is... Yeah. He he. Sorry, I just sorry to interrupt you, but he someone yep. did a shadow, went for a pin, and got caught in geometry. Yeah. So <laughs> a little bit unlucky. He actually he actually pinned geometry and failed to get the kill. But uh, yeah, just shit like that. I don't know. Unlike, maybe, maybe that was unlucky, but still. Continue. Yeah. I interrupted. Yeah, no. That, like... only. that was the, that was the, that was the, <laughs> that was a shitty May Blizzard as well. That checkmate just did that. I was talking yeah, about. it's. I, I think you're right. There's a lot of hero stack? plays. What the fuck is he doing? Like, come on. Yeah, he's just hiding there. I we we mentioned that again for those who who are there live. Like, I think that was like my favorite animal play all season. Like, he was just like, oh, I'm going to, like, die on cart and milk a little bit more time. I'm like, Like, bro. It it, makes no sense. No. (laughs) It's literally, like... We've we've heavily interrupted Yusuke now. Yusuke had a point. (sighs) What were you about to say? Yeah, no, I think, like, what are the solutions, the actionable solutions to uh, Florida's problems at this point? Like, are they just going to have to be lucky to roll into a meta that suits them more like this is not it, a good it, metaphor no what yeah what's what's even the meta because like they have seemingly so many meta agnostic yes uh folks like you know like for for most people who have a meta problem it's based on the main tank mm-hmm. i'm sorry but you don't have a meta problem with someone like that's a smurf situation almost yeah. right yeah so he, he is a bit of a mini smurf right so he He's flexible mm, yeah. enough to play everything. I'm not going to say he's as good as Smurf. He's not, but he'll at least yeah. open up all the options for you. I don't think he's the problem on this team, even though I see him overextending. Yeah. But I think it's a, I think it's a chronic problem with the entire team, feeling like they need yes. to be the hero because their team is losing. Yep, I think it's it's yeah. literally down to it, you talk about solutions, Jessica. Like, I don't think it's a comp thing. I don't think it's a meta thing. I think it's one thing. Well, not one thing, but one thing I'd like to see them kind of address is like looking at the comp structure, like figuring out where this is going wrong because there's too much there's too many opportunities like we go like mid like 
mid like two or three weeks ago, mid like mid season madness, regular season, the middle of it. Um, and you can tell that this team is just uncoordinated, too disjointed, too many folks are all over the place. It doesn't seem like things are like lining up the right way. The dives aren't there. Someone's off in Narnia. Like it's it's rough. So I think like maybe even simplifying down the comps. Um, I think Animo, if I'm gonna be honest, like you have RuPaul, you might as well like bring him in. I think like that's just gonna give you a little bit more oomph overall. And then maybe just get behind someone. Like if he's gonna be that proactive threat, like just get behind him and support him. And like even if it's a shitty decision, five of you doing a city decision is better than one of you doing a hero play over here I, and then the next you know what i mean it's... i i haven't seen enough of rupaul's gameplay to have a good, sure. to have an extremely good read on this person's ability but i don't know like is this is, is he much better than majed like i don't i don't i'm i that's also a question yeah it, it's it's not replacing majed it's literally just replacing Anima. i like i'm 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 then, I, then, yeah i'm an animal hater how do they play the brig and the lucio uh, one of them's got to have a decent break right like it can't be that bad they're flex supports. I trust that at least their Briggs are right. Like, I just can't do the Ana mode game anymore, guys. Like, I'm just kind of over it. He can't really play the Ana. We saw that. It's not great. So, like, what is he? Is he? He's a... had like three flex supports in this team, including Kareev. I know. You're asking I him know. to just like, he's like, oh, just keep, just keep going down the list. Who else is available, guys? <laughs> is Ho one? Oh shit! No, he got picked up. Fuck. No, who else is God? it's i mean at least i'm consistent guys like i i see animo and i don't like he has to be a trained psychologist like he's he must be bringing like a, a harvard level phd in like good feels production because i do not see the mechanics i do not see the position i don't see the game sense like there's too many times i, I see this more, kid just like doing silly I'd things be more on your page if i felt like he was the main problem but i feel like i know i don't yeah i don't think he's the main problem also a problem that okay. like to me, it feels like a team problem. Like, well, honestly, everyone's playing. Everyone's kind of doing dumb shit. So it's like, yep, you know, I don't single yeah, that's out just, when there's that's, that's me being stuff. biased because like, I'm just like, let's, let's get some churn. Let's get some, you know, some new blood in there. But I agree. Like, this is a team thing. First um, and foremost, Animo hate be damned. Last bit about Florida I want to talk about is like, I, I don't know. Maybe I put a little too much pressure on XC, but he needed to pop off on this map. on yeah. Gibraltar. Like this was his time. Yeah. He wasn't getting counter sniped. Gibraltar is a great yep. water map on A and B. I don't know mm -hmm. if he just didn't have the space to work through, but okay, let's let's say let's say it's a fifty fifty issue, right? He didn't have enough space to work through because the rest of his team was was dying or whatever. But the few times where he had easy shots, he fucking missed some really easy shots, man. Like yeah. Kai wouldn't have missed that. You know, other top hit scans wouldn't have missed that. He just can't miss some of those those shots where like people aren't even looking at you. You have a clean angle. No one's pressuring you, and you just you just go blank. Like, come on, brother! Mm -hmm. you, if you want to be a top hit scan, you got to hit those. Yep. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I'm. I'm not sure if I'm too big of a fan because it felt like they had a pretty good thing going. Like, if the, if there's a thing, I and I'm not sure what's going on internally and whatnot. But like, it felt right. like Hydron was reasonable on Sojourn. Yeah. Um, and they seem to take this kid off his momentum at a crucial point and maybe they could have taken a different turn there i'm I'm not sure that's that's i mean as you can see as i'm framing this i've no really like well formulated idea what's going wrong there but that would be my first you know inquiry into the issue 
Cool. Uh, quick thoughts on Houston before we move on. Um, I, I, I was pleasantly pleased yeah. with Piggy. Again, I haven't seen all the Houston games, and I had, sure. all, the, I had all these Houston fans like, yeah, everyone doesn't watch Houston. He doesn't know that Piggy is like Winston. Like, no, I don't watch Houston. What's your point? <laughs> yeah, no, I don't, okay, I don't, guys, like, it's the Pigston. The, Let's the, be honest. The, the majority of Houston is still, is yeah. still Sigma Doom. That's the majority mm-hmm. yeah. of the team. Okay, do they do they are they capable of playing some other stuff? Yes, and I'm I'm super glad they are because this team would be in a lot of trouble if they yep. literally two tricked Doom and Sigma. They, this team would be fucking mm-hmm. in a lot of trouble. Yeah. Um, but you know, actually, I, I would like to see Piggy tested a bit more versus better teams. But this is a this is a good start for me, like having a really positive impression yeah. of Houston because now they're a team that can play more than just two comps. Is sure. this? Go ahead, Jessica. I, I, I don't think, like, the way this team becomes a legitimate, like, you know, maybe the third tournament type of contender is realistically only if we get, like, a solid Sigma meta going or something yeah. like this, or something that really appeals to Piggy more. Like, it's serviceable, but, like, you're not scratching the top three in NA with, with what you have at the moment. Even while I have to acknowledge that Merit probably turned out better than I had anticipated. I think like even Merritt was like far from their first choice uh, for for that particular position. So sure. uh, like I think they should be pretty happy with how he's developed at, at this point. He, he he's exceeded expectations certainly for me. Oh he's for sure, exceeded my expectations. I the fact that he's putting up numbers on Sojourn like he is like it's kind of crazy like how much he's doing. Yeah yeah he, he's got another good hero. I I always felt like his pool was limited in contenders. Like he was mm-hmm. good on like a few heroes. Like a Cassidy, uh, yeah. a Hanzo, you know, maybe a Sombra, but not an elite Sombra. You know, his hero pools yeah. seem like, yeah, but you'd rather just have Kilo and like Ash. Sure. You'd rather have Kilo and Watermaker. Like, fuck me. I, I will never forget when Merritt was on Runaway and he played against Proper, who was on O2, and Proper mm-hmm. fucking destroyed him in the in the Ash <laughs> head, heads up. And Proper's not even a hit scan player. Well, he is. He's, he's, a, he's a hyperflex. He plays everything. He can do everything. But that's yeah. my point. Yeah. Like you're just losing to a guy that just. He, to be fair, you're losing to like the young faker in a, in a sense. So, like, mm-hmm, you know, everyone yeah. probably loses the prop in that situation. But that's my point, right? Like Merritt always felt like a second-rate player compared to like the gods of Contender's career. Yeah. So the fact that he's come yeah. out now and he's being like a legitimate powerhouse, I'm really happy to see that. I, I'm happy to be mm-hmm. wrong as well. Like I, I can fully admit that I was wrong about Merritt coming to the league, and he's he's exceeded my expectations, and I think he's a really good player. Let me point this at you guys. Just looking at, like, the general feel, the qualia, the mouthfeel of these two teams. Are the Houston Outlaws the spark of the West? No. No? No, this I think is a I describe, no, I describe Outlaws as a gatekeeper team because they always lose to teams like Shock and Glads. But they yeah. always yeah. beat the teams below them. So yeah. I was... Led by their DPS, their tanks are a little sussy. So who, I don't know if there's, like, a proper um, gatekeeper team in APEC because... No, APAC is very not. close. Uh, I don't think there yeah. is a gatekeeper team. Like everyone, it feels like everyone can beat everyone in APAC, kind of. So, mm-hmm. yeah. All right. Uh, unless anyone has final thoughts on Houston, I want to go to the next team now. Sure. All right. Let's, uh, play next Toronto Shanghai. All right, who wants to start in Toronto Shanghai while I get the footage? I. 
did not watch this live. I tapped out. I'm like, this is not going to be interesting. I'm good. I'll catch the vibe. If I it's Toronto, Avril. It's Toronto. Like the the yeah. first international competition in my mind yesterday had not been played. However, on review, not a terrible series. The three zero scoreline does look rough. It does. Um, but that does not speak to how competitive Toronto did kind of make this, especially on control. Uh, not terrible, not terrible. All things considered, again, you're playing against last year's champion. You're playing against on form Shanghai. Toronto put up a fight. Twilight looked and reminding everybody why he is considered one of the best flex supports to ever touch this godforsaken video game. Finale consistently showing us like, hey, I'm still here. I exist. Maybe don't bench me. Just saying. Oh, finale was good. Like, Finale was fucking amazing. Like this team was competitive. Yet it was a three zero. You can't ignore that. But it wasn't like a three zero. Like this was this was a map by map call. Like this wasn't a write off. Like we kind of thought. At least I thought it was. I I have a take on. So uh, okay, let's address one thing really quickly. Uh, Let me actually find the. Let me actually find. Oh, I don't show the the tweets. We we, 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 (laughs) we gotta actually. We're gonna do it just. You do, gonna, you do. Yeah. If I'm gonna, yeah, gotta bring the shit up. Yeah. We gotta find the. We gotta find the receipts first. You know. So that's fair. Um, right. So Toronto actually had some issues. I, let's not spend too long on this because I don't want to. I can get bogged down by this. But let me just yeah. read it, and then I think yes, because there's some thoughts on it. I will. I will yeah. read the tweet. I just have a question. I'm about to keep, go ahead. Okay, let's go first. Uh, Adam Adamu, GM of Toronto. The problem was a latency. Sorry, hang on. First of all, Sean Miller. Apologies for the pauses during the match. Toronto was having some issues with the team comms customization we worked through with them during the first couple maps. So we wanted to sh- ensure the issue was resolved before resuming the match. I'm curious that the other four teams that played behind before them didn't have this yeah. issue. But I, I, I don't know about That's that. Strange. Anyway, yeah. Grayson says, the problem was a latency that made real-time communication impossible for our players during the first two maps. Shanghai didn't have the same issue. Difficult to play at this caliber without RT comms. It is fixed now, but it affected the first two maps. Feels bad. This will be investigated. The Overwatch League has been helpful in addressing it. Shanghai Dragons is a great team, and I'm certainly not mentioning this as an excuse. Highlighting for visibility, shout out also to Sean Mills for his responsiveness. Yes, we go. Why can... Okay, so, I mean... TeamSpeak is the Overwatch League partner, right? So presumably that would have been the first, uh, you know, order of operation to get the TeamSpeak fixed. They have local service and whatnot. Maybe there was something temporarily messed up, whatever it is, right? Fair. Why are you playing then? Like with those not fixed? And that's not even my question. My question is, why are you not using in-game comps then? Just use the Overwatch ones. I feel like you what's... may be oversimplifying a little, but yeah, I'm just asking. Like, what's the problem there? Is... I don't know. To be honest, with you, well, they they know. have a they have a bespoke comm solution. You know, um, I okay. I have to be careful about that because I don't know the real storyline. Because I don't want to make shit up. Right, I don't know sure. the I don't right. know the exact ins and outs of the technology. Um, but usually at LAN events, you mm. you have. A comms. So this is part of the reason why you wouldn't use in game. Um, you have a comms structure that, through the, the giant headsets that they're wearing, that is part of an audio solution that is pumping mm. white noise that is um, being recorded by the league for both competitive integrity reasons and also content reasons, like because mm. they do the comms check, and is also being pumped into uh, the coaching room, the dugouts, and stuff like that as well. 
um so True, there's, yeah. there's a lot of different directions it's going so i don't think it's as easy as just use a fucking end game yeah. forehead but um yeah, yeah there's it's it's complicated and i don't claim to understand it all fully because i'm not a tech guy but i'm just saying like there's, a, you... there's a few little bits and pieces there that to consider you're telling me it's not as easy as them playing white noise through Winamp while connecting to a TeamSpeak server? I don't even know. <laughs> Unfortunately, if they're using not. I don't even know that they're using TeamSpeak because it's usually these are custom solutions. Right. I don't, know. don't so say I don't, that out loud. Well, I don't. I don't know. I, I'm. I'm not confirming or denying. I legitimately don't yeah, know. Well, it just doesn't. It's know. just from my time going through esports in general, mm-hmm. and just like keeping a keen eye on how it functions. I'm not there in the room. I don't know the exact. That's why I'm not. I'm not saying it is a conclusive statement. Like this is a hundred percent what they're doing, but I'm saying mm. there's a fair chance that that this is probably why. But anyway, sure. Yeah. Uh, back to the game. That aside, I feel like we okay. We 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 address it. You know, people were like, yeah, but the first two maps they didn't have comms. I'm like, yeah, okay, okay, I see, I see. And I mean, that's impressive. Like, if there was, if they were handicapped, they still looked pretty, pretty damn good. Like, I think you know, we we talked about this earlier with uh, you know our partnership with Juke. Like, you know, Isu's not terrible at Sojourn, guys. Like, he's actually pretty, pretty damn good. Like when you yeah. have somebody like that, you have Finale, you have Twilight still being able to make plays and is like 28th season, you know, he's, he's gray in the face. He's long in the tooth. This man's going to retire before, you know, he's, I don't know. Like he's just an old man out here doing big things with the kids. Like I give Toronto a lot of flack, but like this was, this wasn't a terrible game from know. them. And I'm, I'm sure. kind of scared of them going into losers bracket. Like this know, is a team that's here to perform. Do you know that Legion are going to use you used to be teammates and run away? Just a fun fact. I do. I do. Um, yeah. Here's what I'll say about Shanghai. I, I think there's a bit of a narrative for me. It's like, oh, Shanghai must be overrated because they played close to Toronto, even though it was a three-year. They played close to Toronto, yeah. blah, 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 blah. But here's, here's the thing about Shanghai that you have to learn. This is not a camp. This is not a selfless team. Selfless being mm. the team selfless that Brad used to coach back in the day. That would spawn camp you and fucking teabag the fuck out of you. This is the type of team that is a slow burn team. They are Shang AI. They will they download you over the course of a series. They down they fucking download you, right? Uh, and I don't know, you know, maybe maybe they're not maybe the connection in China is not good enough yet. It is, but this is mm-hmm. just part of the writing joke. Uh, so they take a while to download you. What I'm basically saying is, this is the type of slow burn team that when you play against them, it's a marathon. You can't sprint yeah. versus this team. And the reason why it's a marathon is because they have more endurance. They will outlast you. So the longer the series goes, the the they you know high the possibility that they make that comeback happen. You'll see this because Toronto go to ninety nine to zero, yeah. but they don't. Yeah, win. like a few times because Shanghai, despite losing early, they they mm-hmm. they bend but never break. And yep. then once once you've once you've run out of energy and the marathon really gets going, they fucking overtake you. They overtake you hard. So. Yep. You you will playing at Shanghai. You will feel like you are getting close to winning. You will feel like we are doing well and we are doing the correct things, and then you'll just lose anyway, because yep. they are a marathon yeah. slow burn team that will get you in the fucking end. This is a tortoise and hare race where they are the hare, but it's a long fucking race and they'll all exit you. <laughs> yeah, and then like on map four and five, they're also like. Yeah, yeah, the, the Duracell the map five win rate yeah. is insane. By the way, the map five win rate is fucking insane. Yeah, yeah. it's for for to, to make a, a minor like MMA comparison. You know, when you when you fight for a belt, when you fight for a championship, like there are two additional rounds, and like that's a big narrative. Like, can you have yeah. the endurance to compete in those championship rounds? Very true. The Shanghai Dragons are a championship caliber team. Obviously, they're defending you know twenty twenty one champions, and yeah. 
it's constantly shown. Yes, were they a little bit more immortal at the start of the season? 100%. And you have to give Soul that credit and you have to give them their star. But this 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 team that these cow these players can go the distance. They have that gas tank. They can play in the championship rounds. And you look at this game against Toronto control specifically because I think that's very indicative when you go back in the history of the game. First fight win rate on the like the neutral fight on a sub map is a pretty solid indicator on who's going to win the round, right? Like I'd say at least 60% I'd have to do I I'm currently doing the numbers historically. We'll get to that, but like it it has been provably accurate that like first fight win rate on a sub map like tends to be a good indicator of who's wins the fact that toronto comes out wins those and shanghai still to avril's point comes back 99-0 flips it and still gets it over the line what can you do like when you're playing as good as toronto is i think it's it's, it's tough i think it's disrespectful to toronto to like say that oh shanghai looked bad because they didn't dominate them was like well maybe toronto is not a pushover team no they're not yeah at least not this weekend yeah yep but I will say, like, okay, this is this is one of the hazards of doing the live broadcast because, like, people are like, how, how, but like, Shanghai got three out four times this season. Yes, they had to squeeze their internet connection through like a ridiculous bottleneck for the first part of the season. Mm-hmm. Then they get into stage two and then had like the random draw of having to. Yeah. Uh, excludes the two best teams in a new meta from their scrim pool because they were playing them. And therefore, like, having inadequate scrim practice, which we've known is a thing in APAC, and therefore got rolled in the first week, come back next week, look at dominant as ever. Like, it's very easily explainable how this team has functioned uh, so far. Mm -hmm. And, like, as soon as they figured that stuff out, like, I think it's equally disingenuous to say, well, Toronto was reasonably close. Bruh. They like Shanghai didn't have to go into overdrive to win this match yet. Nope. Like it, it, unless you're literally like at on match point against Shanghai, I don't think you've really experienced what this team is capable of. Mm-hmm. They they are a grind team as well, and what I mean by grind team is they they need the hours, they need there to be a beta, they need to scrim all the time. Yep. To really get good, and it's indicative in the fact that li- yeah. literally said it's like, yeah, I got much better at Soju when the beta came back. It's like he actually it was had noticeable. To fucking play, like it's just one <laughs> of those comments. Like because he fucking sucked in those the first o- <laughs> two o threes at the start of this stage. Lip, lip was it was, great. Lip, lip was fucking shit at yep. Soju. Lot of ash. Um, but then you know came back week two match number three. He was he looked like a mm-hmm. god like within a week. Yeah, yep. and, the, and the difference was he was able to grind the game. That's literally the difference. Surprise, surprise. The good player actually gets to play the game. Turns out he's still pretty good. Like, yeah, it, this is a tough team to actually put in the coffin. So credit to this is more of a a, a, a nod, a credit to Toronto because yeah. they, they still were competitive sure. with Shanghai at their level. Like, you know, I, they, we I, I think that will give them some shit. I don't know if it was full throttle. I don't. You know? I, I think it's sure. I just think it's disingenuous to say like, oh, Shanghai weren't very good here because Toronto played. Oh, yeah, no. And the more accurate statement yeah, is no. to say that, oh, Toronto are much better than I thought because they play Shanghai yep. close. Right. Because yep. that, that, that to me sounds more genuine in the fact that Toronto, sure. in my opinion, are not a pushover team. They have, you know, more than reasonable players in their team that did play mm-hmm. well. And there's no reason why they shouldn't be able to give other teams a run for their money. Um, I, But but. It is still three zero because Shanghai the better team. Yes, my my, my counter argument would be to that. Like, yes, they look good against like non Super Saiyan Goku, 
Okay. You don't know what Super Saiyan Shanghai looks like unless you are on match point, right? Sure. That, that sure. would be my counter argument. Yeah. I think that's fair. Like, if there's not a chip on the line, if there's not, like, a star to be won, a title to be hoisted, like, maybe you haven't seen full potential Shanghai, you know? Got to put them, you got to back them up a little bit first. I, you know the most beautiful thing about this? And, like, I love you all in chat, but, like, <laughs> make it makes it to the finals like this it, uh, how do you cope <laughs> like yeah. what's what's the problem with shanghai why do people have a problem that shanghai finishes 3-0 like why is the expectation different like i don't know is it do they bro you uh, motherfucking <laughs> gladiators don't fucking 3-0 all their opponents either. i don't understand mm-hmm. it's like i don't know other teams don't get this kind of expectation around them it's, it's like it's it a, is, it's a 3-0. It's a, this is the funny thing. It's a 3-0, but apparently that's not good enough. No. That's that's the thing. Like if your past seasons set expectations for you, like I swear to God, emotionally for an Overwatch fan, San Francisco Shock currently is mid. Despite not <laughs> losing a regular season match, but like they haven't won a title, so mid. You know, they're mid. Sure. Yeah. It's like, it's like it, Yeah. And chips, apply, bro. Let's let's apply the same you know logic across all the teams. Apparently, gladiators mm-hmm. must be mid because they've been dropping maps all the time. You yep. know, a gladiators are, are likely one of, if not the best team in the world right now. But you know, are they yep. not allowed to drop maps? To like, I don't understand. Like, it's not. It doesn't have to always be a flawless three zero game. It's a, the fact that this is a three zero and people are unsatisfied is so fucking. Yeah, weird it is wild. That's like, that's like the most weird champ thing ever. Yeah. I think somebody I'm, I'm in chat kind of put like hits it on on the head that it. I think it is a little bit of your fatigue. I think it is like the expectations yeah. of looking at the Atlanta final from last year and knowing like a fucking 100 to zero push map that this was not close and you might as well just hand them the contract sign on the dotted line. You are the champions. Congratulations. Like you go from that to like having a competitive game against Toronto that you still sweep them. Um, I don't know. Like, That's what I'm saying. I it see says, it, but it's yeah, also... It says silly. more about Toronto than it does about Shanghai. Yes, it says that Toronto I agree. Is competitive. I agree. Yes. Like, isn't that a good yeah. thing? That, that's exactly that's my peace offering to chat, right? If you use that argument in order to say that Toronto is good, I have no beef with you. If you use that argument in order to say Shanghai isn't good or as good as we think, then we got a problem. That's all I'm <laughs> Yes. <laughs> it's how you use we'll it, see. Chad. We'll it's see. how you use it. Shanghai played Dallas today, so, you know, still time to see what's Woo. going on there. Uh, we'll preview in a sec. we got to move along because we got to mm-hmm. get to those previews. we got one more game. I don't yes. want to spend a shitload of time on this because we do get to get those previews done. So mm-hmm. I'm going to say seven minutes. We, we focus on this next one for seven minutes because I want to do the previews at the, half, Sounds good. Uh, uh, the halfway point or the half hour point. Okay. Uh, final match that we had during the day was Hunter Spark versus Philly. Someone go. I thought this was going to be a little bit more rough around the edges for Philly in particular because of the COVID situation, right? Yeah. That's never good. And that sucks that, you know, we have a team that is having to deal with COVID. Um, But let's let's be honest, guys. Like, when you're sick, you probably don't play as good. Like, so I, I didn't have expectations for Philly coming into this. I think... With their game against Seoul to close out the regular, you know, stage, the regular season. I don't know how to make that any more clear. Like that victory over Seoul, that's impressive. That's like, oh, holy shit. Like we've got a, we've, we've got a, we've got a story coming into this tournament because you go back and look at our kind of uh, preview episode for this event. Uh, this was not a game that I think we all agreed on. Like it, it could have gone either way. It depends on, you know, a couple different things. Does MN3 show up? And then boom, COVID. It's like, all right, well. Throw it out the window. Uh, like, you can't. It's hard to argue for this team. 
that said, uh, I was pleasantly surprised. A few different, a uh, few different ways. Uh, I think there was some some rough points, um, but all things considered, I was pleasantly suppressed in this may be like kind of falling on deaf ears a little bit but i was supposedly impressed with bellas rea's uh wrecking ball i thought mm. like mechanics wise this kid was yeah, fucking moving all over the place the double boot yeah. on this map right it was pretty hot yeah it was i was like dang okay this kid's got some juice like he can play the mm. rhine he can come out and play the winston he's got a ball apparently like this kid he's needs some super, credit he's a super underrated player because he was one of those guys mm-hmm. like i remember when he first got announced and all the particularly future fans like oh, who is yeah. this guy why, why <laughs> couldn't we get smurf like, oh we got another rookie and it's like yep. bro, he's 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 good man he's one of jin's boys from mm-hmm. t1 like come on like you got to give him a little bit more credit like mn3 and zest worked out i think bellastry is look he's not fucking he's not winning mvp but goddamn, like he's not He's not the reason you're losing. He's he's oh. absolutely never the reason you're losing, I feel. Yeah. As he had some rough games, but yeah, every, there's that boot, by the way. Every one yeah. of those teams certainly has. And even this series, yeah. like, you know, we'll get we'll get to the MN3 discussion. Uh, fuck it, I'll just start it. You know, sure. I, I, he played one of his, one, not, of, one, not, only just his, not only just his best game, yeah. but like one of anyone's best game ever versus Sol mm. in their final matchup. And it was going to be nigh impossible to reach that peak again because that was like once yep. in a lifetime performance. Um, that being said, I think the Circuit Royale was fucking insane. That Circuit was hot. Yeah. I think people maybe expected him in... I don't know. Maybe I think people were ringsball enough to maybe expect that he won't just repeat that performance every single game. But uh, no. he he definitely got made very mortal versus shy in the series. Yep. And that's, also, again, that's tough. I, I don't think uh, like people realize how big the problems for Philly were internally because... And I don't want to talk too much, but there's a universe, you know, you know, bone, uh, backbone and bone back, right? Mm-hmm. There's a world where you get Carpe and Pika, and I don't like that. That has a terrible <laughs> mouthfeel. Pikar, really? Yeah, I mean, uh, that's uh, a little gross. I don't like that. You you can infer like that Carpe could have played off position or something, you know? Like if, no, if it's... Well, what about like salmon? Like you have Carpe and salmon, you know? This is like the the fish. No, Picar, really? Is that what we've got? You're it's the writer. Come it's on. It's not even Picarpe backwards, technically. No. By the way, everyone... <laughs> can we talk about how the, everyone is using mirrors wrong? Like, how did this meme become that? You know, like the, the, the mirror meme where people yeah. go like... You know, like... Like, bone back, 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 bone, bone. Yeah, but... You know how mirrors work, right? Like it would have to flip the li- literal letters of like the word in order to also display the thing that you're doing on the on the images. Like I don't yeah, know, but that's harder and less funny. Yeah, that's harder. That's the problem. Like, <laughs> I, 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 you I, know what I, else is harder? I, Trying I, to fucking match up with Alfie. Just saying, my my amateur team, my rookie team is feasting. Oh so, my god, feasting! First pick twice in a row. Just saying. Yeah, Just I, I, I mean, why oh, are you picked out for you? Oh, bro, why are you trying to get credit <laughs> when, when Shy was literally like a fucking pack I mean, camel in this match? I've I've got investments there too. Like I'm I'm fucking I'm I'm feasting these stock these 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 individual player stock exchanges. Like they're paying out yeah. dividends, bud. Yeah, but uh, for Shy, we didn't have a competition, and therefore I'm willing to grant you this one. Okay, then I've been granted. Can you- Thank you very much. Yeah, shy um, So, so yeah, I I think um, ah, Philly, this game, 
there was a stat. So both Alfie and Shy play phenomenal. I felt like Zest yeah. was maybe a bit quiet this game, uh, which, is, which is a little out of character for him. He's usually like an Omega hard carry. He's actually been a bigger carry this year than MN3 has um, over the course of the whole season. But he was characteristically a little bit quiet. It's not just because he wasn't playing his signature Genji, but I also felt like his Tracy is usually better. Alpha, you look like the better mm-hmm. player today. I think the Alpha U versus Zest race is one of the most interesting to me because mm-hmm. they are very close in terms of hype surrounding them in a way and they're also very close to skill level and they both produce some of the most epic plays that we've seen yeah. on their respective heroes and they have the same hero pool as well which is super exciting to watch um but alpha yi's tracer today was like really really uh, good that's... i feel like his tracer has been improving very nicely over time steadily we've got to finish up on this topic now because we're about to hit the uh, the 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 mark but yeah i i felt like spark integrating gushui on the winston picks a bit more has been pretty helpful mm-hmm. um you know, they didn't play Liga again. I don't really mind. I feel like just rotating two tanks is hard enough. Rotating three tanks is fucking Yeah, nightmare. three is um, awesome. I'm glad they also took map number four to Colosseum and not New Queen Street. Good on Changun for that because that would have been a good map for <laughs> MN3. Um, the one area that Spark definitely need work on is I think Shy's Watermaker is not up to par. He needs mm. to be better than that. His his Sojin is insane. I, I had a tweet out that said, I currently believe that Shy has the best Sojin. Shy. In the world, especially considering that Kai okay. has fallen off a bit. Merit's looking really good, don't get me wrong, but like the kind of bullshit that Shy does is exactly <laughs> that. It's, it's bullshit. I think Merit is like a very yep. clean, you know, very, uh, what is it? Lawful good kind of Sojin. Like everything okay. is okay. like, okay, well, that's expected. But Shy is like the chaotic, sure. he's like a chaotic evil Sojin. Where like, what mm-hmm. is this bullshit that he gets? He's, how is he doing this bullshit? Like, he constantly has above seventy percent hit rate on on, on his right clicks as well for Soja, yeah. which is yeah. just unreal. Like, that's the it's highest nuts. in the league. It's easily the highest in the league. And yeah. like, that's I look at Shy and I remember him. Like, shout out to the real ones who like remember him on like LGD. Like, I I remember saying that verbatim. Like, well, how does this kid just pull off this bullshit? Like. We talk about Shanghai having championship like gas tank caliber, like they they have like the stamina to go to the distance. Shy just like pulls shit out of his ass sometimes. It's like, okay, yeah, down three two, you get you get you just sweep them all. Like, okay, yeah, that's just shy things, you know. Like it, it, he's a he's a superstar, and and like I'm glad that he's finally. I, I think he got some recognition last year, but I think people are like waking up to like how mm. fucking good this kid is. Final thoughts, Jessica, before we move on to previews. Yeah, I think like this is there wasn't an extraordinary result. I think we 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 know that Philly is inconsistent. I, it's also worth pointing out. I think four of the five people that were in this match had uh, COVID. So mm. yeah, you know, I mean, you didn't get the play cams. The reason why is because they're all playing from home. They're all they sick. Have no yeah, cam setups and they're sick. Yeah, yeah, that sucks. <laughs> it's unfortunate. All right, well, let's get into uh, previews then. Um, let me bring up the bracket really quickly and then we will we will get the shit squared off um guys ready to watch Jessica hate me it is because someone tell me what the actual um what the actual order of the games are I don't know, maybe I they should... are shock london in roughly 30 minutes shout out to uh anybody who listening beforehand or, uh, or after the fact okay, here, we go, here, we go, here we go i got it i got it i got it so Houston Outlaws, Gladiators, oh, they changed it. Okay. London, Spitfire, Shark, Shanghai Dragons, Dallas Fuel, Hungry Spark, Soul Dynasty. Uh, there we go. Top down. What do we got? 
How, do we feel great about Houston now after their win? It was, it, to be mm. fair, they kind of stomped on Mayhem, which didn't yeah. look really good. So I don't know, is that like take it with a grain of salt sort of situation? How, I think how Houston's good enough for like one, but like again, Glads are like, you go back and listen to our, our previous episode, like I, I still believe Glads are one of the top three teams here. Um, this should be, you know, we've, we've seen this matchup before, if memory serves, correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, this should be pretty light work for them i think houston are good for one but this should be like a 3-1 glads glad should are we by glad the way surprised that shock didn't pick houston to pick london because i think we all assumed they were going to pick houston because london were like yeah kind of a scary team and maybe houston were a little bit easier for shock but i don't know maybe i, I would say it's a little weird but like not out of the picture yeah. like not out of the realm of possibility does it feel like a1 no. a2 kind of thing like either would have been a fine yeah. pick yeah. London or, just seems or tricky. There, or like, is there like a direct, like, this is the correct pick and they, they, they fucked up or what? No. I'm not mad at either. Okay. Because mm. to I me, to to me team, it was always going to be this. It was always going to be Shock, yes. either pick Houston or London, then Glad's pick yep. the other one. That, that to me yeah, was always going to happen. And yeah, then yeah, I, was knew, I knew Seoul would absolutely pick Spark. And it was Shanghai. Because there's no chance they want to play Shanghai early, so Dallas yep. were always going to get Shanghai. Exactly. So the only, the only matches I felt were like toss-ups were the first two. But, um, yep. okay, so we do favor Glads here. Do we feel like Houston have much of a chance here? Can, can they get? Can they make this close? One of those Houston uh, three twos? Nah. Two threes, rather? Oh. Uh, they, they, there would have reasonable? to be some crazy, big lifting, like, Merritt's got to do some some shy bullshit to, to get this across the line, because, like, again, you're, you're fighting against, like, the defending North American representing, like, May Melee. Uh, champions, you know, who who look like they have a deep, you know, playbook. They have a very competitive roster. They can match you pound for pound. So it's it's not something that you can just diff them on. It has to be something strategic. And then you look at the Glads, and you probably have to say that they have the deeper, you know, strategy mind, right? Like it's 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 going to have to be some heroics if Houston makes this close. Right. On. Yeah, I I I think actually, I think see what where that was a fuck up by Shock picking london but we'll get to talk about it yeah, in, uh, okay. in the next match but yeah no i think gladiators i talked to a, a bunch of teams before and i think most people still have gladiators as like the favorite to take this uh, entire tournament sure. so yeah I, I i feel like it's it's an unfortunate draw for houston here um i don't think there's really any probability that they i feel like it's like an 85 15 or some yeah it's rough yeah i think uh, i think Glaz drop a map i don't think this is a clean win Agreed, so yeah. here we go uh everyone can apply the same logic they applied to shanghai and say that gladiators are mid <laughs> <laughs> no no but on, on a serious note i think both houston are a good enough team to take maps or a mm -hmm. map and gladiators um are the type of team that they this is not a 3-0 team i don't think gladiators 3-0 stomp people either they they commonly drop maps. This all happens a lot to gladiators. Yep. So if I was to do a do a, a raw pick him where I feel like has the best chance of winning in terms of like being accurate, three one would not be a bad shout. Yeah, even a yep. three two. I think okay. even three two because Houston Houston have a history going to fives as well. Could do. But I think yeah. three one mostly because um, gladiators generally to me have a better read the game and i will even go and say this my official prayer is that houston win map one glads win two three four well, control okay okay i do i'm not mad at that i do think that mad at that um 
They've been a little suspect on push, so that, that I, checks I, out. Uh, I, I wonder what map four is going to be as well, because you ideally don't want to go to Widow map versus Arns, right? I feel like yeah. Merit probably doesn't want to snipe versus Arns. So if you oh. should have map four pick... What do they Jibby, go to? Jibby then, right? You don't no, want to deal with Jibby, Jibby coin, is, eh? Jibby is still an Arns map. I yeah. think maybe even... No, Dorado is too, fuck. Yeah, that's a tough yeah, one. Yeah, maybe you go Jib. Maybe I think you go Jib. Okay. No, wait, do you go Jib? You're playing to Ryan as Winston a little bit here. Fuck, there's no, like, uh, obviously good choice. There's no, like, good map, Maybe, yeah. actually, you know what? Maybe you do go to Circuit because you get to play Sigma uh, for Piggy. You just go you just go Piggy versus mm. Space, right? Just ho and hope it goes well. Maybe that is the right call. Not mad at that, yeah. Not mad the at that. The problem is, is, like, you got to be concerned about Arns. Like, that's it. It's, Sigma is one thing, but the, the Wado matchup is, like, a make or break on that map. So it's, a, it's a tough call for mm. Junkbuck. It's a really tough call, not gonna lie. Yep, it'll be competitive. I mean, I look at some of these... Yeah. I look at some of these like lower bracket matches, like not to write off Houston completely, but like they they have like a nice little streak depending on where they're seated. Like this lower bracket is going to be like mega competitive. Oh yeah, I mean when you have the top twelve teams in the world. Uh, let's let's go over to London versus Shock. Uh, Yiska, why don't you start us off because you had an opinion on this choice? <laughs> yeah, I think okay. So, I mean, Shock is definitely favored. Like, let, let's not kid ourselves, right? I still think. Houston is the more conservative choice because, like, I feel like there's something to be said about uh, London just on LAN. I think, if anything, if I'm looking at social media, if I'm looking at how people, you know, behave in the in the at the venue, I think there's there's more reason to believe that Houston will be impacted by the environments than uh, the Spitfire will be. Mm. Um, I happen to know how have some scrim insights it really su surprised me that they picked uh oh, he's spitfire he got the he's, got, he's still huffing a baby he doesn't I learn like the, uh, he like just the, doesn't learn i enjoyed the uh the, the meme about like crusty picking the team and then you have kosaurus the angel on one shoulder and oh, yeah. the devil on the other shoulder <laughs> and the joke i made on my costume yesterday was like because <laughs> Kasora's like, don't do it. Don't pick Shanghai. You know, we don't need the salt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And 9K on the other show was like, do it, you fucking pussy. Take them back. <laughs> I mean, then, that would have been fucking content then, to then, like the then, salty run back. But then Krusty just goes down the middle. is like, okay, you know, we, we take London. Yeah. So. <sighs> also, like, if they legitimately lose this, can't help but feel that was then. Could be. Uh, yeah, it, like that's that's a pretty big blunder in terms of picking opponents. It would have been a blunder mm -hmm. for last year for Shanghai as well, but Moon just has gigantic titanium nutsack, so yeah. I guess yeah. it's different. Okay, so you think you think Shock should have gone to Houston? Okay, but let's talk about how they'll do versus Spitfire. Um, what's the the history versus Spitfire? They they generally have beaten them. I, I have to check there. Yes, I, I think they've played once in May, and I think like the Ike was close, but it was still a three zero. Granted, yeah. different meta, you know less refined spitfire yada yada but mm -hmm. yeah they've played before and it it mildly competitive but it's still a sweep will shock yeah. try and match this ryan or uh, that yeah. feels like a foolhardy thing for anyone to do right no this is this so is gonna this be is, a ball into ryan this is gonna shit. be this is gonna be either cole huge playing doom versus hardy or it'll cole be huge. yeah cole huge versus hardy for the chat off or it's gonna <laughs> be um mikey playing ball right it's gotta be that Mikey playing some ball yeah, versus... I think, versus it's the, I think it's the ball. 
I think can this I, is like a actually real, with you? really fun style one. This is, this is a mega hot take. This one's fucking fire. Oh, are we here. are we aligned? I think. Oh, this is this is gonna be so wrong. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be so wrong about this, but I I think the London Spitfire backline could compete with the San Francisco Shock backline supports. It's a fucking okay. what? That's a fucking fire take. I don't understand. That, that. is, that is a, wait, yeah. what? That is an omega <laughs> spice take. You gotta reason, explain that one to me. The reason for that is because I think Shock playing either Doom or Ball is yeah. going to get potentially counted hard by how good London were in their backline's <laughs> ability to deal with those tanks. Okay, that's, yeah, that's, that's my position. I'm not mad at so that. I'm not saying I'm not saying London's three supports, including Boneback, are better than Finn Violet. That's not what I'm saying. But I think their right. ability to deal with either Mikey or Kaluge is a huge boon for London Spitfire. It, and it means that the matchup is is a fair one for London, where okay. I think those two players on the shock are, are dealable from the London back, uh, from the support line. I'm I'm, trans- right. I'm, I'm translating translating for the average Joe. Uh, Hardy better than San Francisco tank line in this meta. Backline, therefore boosted. You know. <laughs> nice. Thank you. Is, is as our, as representative of all average Joes, say, that made a our, lot of sense. Is Thanks. our Joe average above average or below average for a Joe? Guys, come on. I am the most average person you have ever met. So he is a you, like, are, you are the... I am the definition the, of milk okay, toast. You look me up and there's just me. You're a quintessential average Joe. I, I get it. Yes. Yes. Okay. That is me. Um, I, I thought I thought I had a brother in arms here. I thought I had somebody, you know, to, to, to rally with. I had a fe- fellow banner carrier, but I think it's coming home. I Wait, think London. You think London? I think wins. London wins. Oh, yes. but that's even spicier than what I said. It's fuck? spicier, actually, baby. You actually, I ordered you, the hot you curry. One, you the one. Ah, you got. You, you got the DM two hours. No, no. Well. <laughs> I mean, maybe, but that has no reflection on my choice, right? Sure. We no, we no. look at no. You're not gonna. You're not gonna come for me, little shill. Look at what did we say last week. Avril, you you put this in my head while this kid was pissing, right? While this kid was out and away complaining, like, oh, where? Where's the NA representation? APEC bias. Why do and he up, this motherfucker You're ups up and like- leaves. He just leaves, okay. and he's like, why did you guys pick why, APEC? Blah. Why did London beat Shock? So, Shock, a lot of rookies having to travel. London Big stage. London have rookies, but we've seen their performance thus far. We've seen this. We have, we have exactly. We've seen Shock's performance. They struggle against Justice last stage, right? And I and I don't think that Shock play up to their potential when it comes to land, right? And I think that has to do with their rookies not necessarily performing it. when it matters. I have a fix. I have a fix. What they do Fair. is they turn all the tables around and all a shock play against the wall <laughs> instead of facing the they're playing sure. against the wall. That way they can simulate in their brain that it's actually online. Yeah. I th- I think that again, it's not stylistic things because I agree in the long run, Brawl probably falters to the to the ball if if eventually. <laughs> However, okay. there are a, a lot of orbiting factors. You have any player travel, you have like the as much as this shouldn't matter. I think it does matter for players that, like, what does London have to prove? Shock should not lose to London. But you look at their performance yesterday against Atlanta, who, might, you know, admittedly weren't great. I think this is going to be a whole lot closer, and I think London probably edges this out. 
Okay, I'm translating for the average show again. Nuki has a gun. I fear for my life. <laughs> That's not true. That's not true. I am not paid by by Jack. Nuki has not, you know, not hashtag ad. I genuinely think that this could this is upset potential. Ring the alarm. Ring the bells. Like if if you've predded this, if you still need to make preds, which I, I don't think that's even possible. I think it's this is a possible. dangerous game to prediction. This is dangerous. Shock. I like, don't think this is going to be one side. I think London will make it yes. competitive. Uh, yes, I don't yeah. think I don't think London get more than one map. Wait, can they? I think London are heavily favored on Colosseo if they can get Colosseo. Mm-hmm. But if they and then Colosseo, obviously circuits on, rough. On. But if we get Colosseo, they they will make it a map. That's problem. But the problem for them is Colosseo is map four. If we go yes. there, so they have to already be in a situation where they have to win something early on, and they mm-hmm. have to be in a position to pick Colosseo because I don't think Shock will pick it. No. So, and I think London lose escort. So, what did London win then? Who's the highest seed? Shock. So, Shock pick. Shock. Here's the problem: we go down my drafting strategy. Yes. Shock pick Ilios. Agreed. London lose. London pick. Yep. Kings Whatever. Ryan. Ike. And then yeah. they maybe win. No, they don't pick Ike. Probably. They pick probably. Yeah, they pick one of the good hybrids. Like Midtown is pretty good for Ryan. Sure, that's and it. Then, yeah. And then and then they lose to Shock on. Fuck it, Circuit, Circuit Royale again. Yep. And then yep. they pick Coliseo and maybe win, and then we go to a map five and shock pick Oasis yep. and win. So and they're, they're, so it, it, this this entire thing is I agree. extremely dependent on London winning map two. One hundred percent. I I agree wholeheartedly that the skeleton that you previously laid out is a perfect way to tackle London. My issue with shock in particular is that I do not think they're showing up at full potential. I, we saw it last stage, and I don't think Mikey coming in is going to just like make this team completely better. I think regular season that's different. When you have to board a plane, you have to travel to Hawaii, you have to go through media day. Like that, that wears on you. Are you going to be able to show up and play? Yeah, but like, London, London have to travel here from the UK. They have to. Are they not from? <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking, guys. I'm I know. I know. I know. <laughs> like I, I, I think I think there is reason to believe that Shock are not showing up in their best form. Do I think this is close? One hundred percent. I think What's London give me a score could then. make what, it upset. What, what do you I think, think it's three two London. I think three so, two London. So they go to. I map think it's five a game five win. win map five. Yes. Yes. Okay. This this man won't have me have one hot take where I'm saying like, ah, you know, maybe this was a mistake to pick them. He's like, no, it's London. I'm betting my house. All right, yes, your your turn to calm everyone down. Be the voice of reason here. It's going to be close, but like it's a close three-one shock on most of the multiverses. And then I'm going to feel very bad because I mean now I'm getting dunked on by Joe and Nuki. Uh, if they oh trust me, bro. If London wins this game in about like 45 minutes, you know you're getting memed on. Like you 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 expect a Twitter video. The problem is it's not the next game; it's the game after. Whatever. So, right. An hour and whatever it is. You want to hear my pred? Let's hear it. It's going to be a close game, but it's going to be a yeah. Shanghai Toronto type of close game, which means it's 3-0. <laughs> the reason okay. why it's going to be 3-0 because I know Shark will take take London to a very uncomfortable map for them, and I actually think Shark will will get the win on the hybrid as well. I think even if London okay. take it to Midtown, I think Shark will get the win on that, and that it doesn't matter what escort London pick, Shark will win that one. So I actually don't think we make it to map four. I think realistically, like I'm running through the the algorithm in my brain. 
I, mm. I think London are heavily required to win map two to even have a chance. And I'm yes. just going to say that I think Shock will just win map two and it'll, it'll, it'll close out. Because I don't think London can win map three or map one or three here. I think London's good maps, two and four, they can't win one and three. Which means mm. if they don't win two, they're out of the series. And I just think that I'll just say my print is they lose two and they're out. Fair. I agree. Like, map two is a you must. Don't agree. Like, if you don't you win map they... two, you lose. <laughs> I agree in the logic that, like, map two is like a, a lit, litmus test of, yeah. like, if you're going to make this close, you have to win map two. If you can't win map two, let's, let's pack it up. Shanghai, Dallas. Shanghai, Dallas. <sighs> London are going to Lee Jung. They're not going to get Lee Jung because Shock are not going to pick yeah, Lee Jung. They're next, not, next yeah, series, they're not Shanghai versus Dallas. Um, it, I want this to be good, but I have a f- sneaking suspicion that it's not going to be great. Is that weird to say? I have a problem with Dallas's Lucio Amore stuff, and I, if I, yes. I think if they continue running that, they're going to run into big problems in this matchup. Yep. Here's the yep. thing. If Shanghai win this, I think Dallas will make it close just like Toronto did. And then sure. people and then people will be like, oh, Shanghai mid because they 3-0 Dallas. I'm like, all right, good logic there. Um <laughs> fantastic Reddit logic. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I think I think Dallas will make it close. I don't know. I don't think it's gonna be three three zero four. I don't will it? What map will I Dallas win? Let me have a link. What Dallas what map will Dallas win? Maybe there's some like control. Maybe the first one. I think Lucio Mori is actually yeah. okay on control. I think on control yeah. Lucio Mori has value. I think beyond that it gets a little bit meh for me that's assuming they even continue playing the lucero more and and rushes maybe learned his lesson and be like maybe maybe don't play this i would say they've definitely trimmed it back and you know i've sometimes i peruse our our youtube comments and somebody definitely was pointing out like hey like what are you talking about like they don't play a whole lot of lucero more i'm like i don't think that's right and i found some clips but it definitely less than i expected so i feel like dallas is trimming it back um but i agree like i think I you think- can kind of tailor a, a control map archetype to you know Dallas, down Dallas also get a map somewhere. pick as well. So I feel like because they get map one yep. pick, and that's assuming they continue playing Lucio Mori, that is a reasonable place for Lucio Mori to actually succeed. Mm-hmm. I'll give them a 1-3 here. Shanghai yep, win 2-3-4, but Dallas get number one. Yeah, uh, that's exact. That's verbatim. 100% agree. Sure. Yeah. Andrew Spark, Salt, unless you've got something to add? No, no. I think that... I wish both teams were in better condition. Yeah, agreed. I want this to be good. Like, I want this to be like the grand final preview, like like it was, like the El Clasico of you know the international competition, like it always kind of has been. Um, but as it stands right now, I just don't know that Dallas is up to up to snuff. So agreed. Okay, Hangzhou uh, versus Seoul. Whoa, <laughs> this should be this should be a clean up for Seoul. Yes. Yeah. Should be the much better team, yes. No, 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 yeah. Joel. You gotta come some bullshit here. Come, what, what, where's the offer you shy shilling? Uh, okay, okay. look, like, yeah, I'm gonna stick to my guns, but like, yeah. you're fighting profit. Like, let's be honest, you're fighting smurf. Let's London be honest. Are fighting proper, like, anyway. Sorry, continue. sure, but that's that's one incredible godlike mini faker player and right. a bunch of rookies that maybe shit their pants. Okay, know, soul versus on the course, or I hear you. Soul versus uh, yeah, it's a soul cleanup. Like, I, I love me some shy alpha Yi, and I think they're gonna make this like a, a very exciting and entertaining match, but I'm kind of over the sigma, I'm kind of over you know, some some slow play. I think, I think soul's gonna, you know. They're gonna clean this up. It's not gonna be close. I think it's gonna be a three-one with some some exciting little flashy moments from Spark, but it's it's to the losers bracket. It's uh, see you later. I, I wish he was consistent. 
What do you mean? I wish I shut up. No, it's not going to be close. It's going to be a three. Oh, it's because so he's got a pain in his face from that. <laughs> like, give give me something coming. to chew on. Like, if if you're going to like if you're going to like bitch at me for London, like at least London's like shown up, been good. Right. Maybe I'm upsetting sh- teams shown up. They beat up on the COVID team. Like, come on. Uh, you feel bad for Philly. They're sick. The season record is really good. It, it is. That's fair. But, like, is it good against Seoul in the head-to-head? I would suspect it's probably not. Seoul look fantastic right now. We've seen this no, matchup they before. They've lost to Seoul twice now. Yeah, like, this. we've seen Sorry, this game. Times. We've seen three it played times. out. It's also kicking like, close tournament. I'm good. Like yeah, this is this was a skip uh, one. This is a VOD game for me. I'm not watching it live. I feel like there's a map that Shy Alpha you pull out some bullshit. I feel like there's a map that, that could happens. be. Yeah, I'm trying I'm to figure out which one it is. You know, I I just realized I've sold PTSD. <laughs> like, because like there's still some drama in me where I'm thinking like I mean okay, Soul might be the best team in the world. But this is so. They absolutely have the capacity to just three zero bomb this game, and like, you know, like, like. Are you it, sure yeah, you're not yeah. referring Philly, right? Like, you're not. No, no. Mistake. Uh, so can do this as well, like for sure. Uh, th- this like soul, it. this farm soul. Yeah, n- no, not this soul, but like, it's it, there's still some soul in there. So you know? the soul in soul means that they. I. I remember my soul leaving my body watching soul games. Gotcha. It's a souls-like experience. In the soul society. We are a society of souls. I'm going to say that one loss to to Philly doesn't... Nah. It doesn't doesn't sound my taste for soul. Because I feel like that was MN3 playing like a god and there was nothing soul can do when MN3 is that Mm -hmm. good. So I'm going to say... MN3, therefore, by transitive property... <laughs> That's how that works. That's how that works. Uh, I feel like Hangzhou and not a pushover team. I will give them one. I'm struggling to find out which one because mm-hmm. I don't think it's as clear cut in terms of like matchup specifically. Because I think, but APAC versus APAC is a lot more even in terms of matchup because they all play the same shit. Um, yeah. But I will say three one to Hang- to Seoul because I feel like Hangzhou are a-, a capable enough team. But I think Seoul should be mega favored. Yeah. Hmm. Agreed. Realistically, all I want these results today to produce are very good. Yes. Like matches coming into the next round. Please mm-hmm. do that. Whatever that means. Like, if Shock loses, then Soul has to lose as well. That's my rule. <laughs> so you're taking one with you? Do, do we have anything further to do? Are we doing. Is it like a. We're not going to do a play of the week anything now i think we've no. basically finished here we get we're five minutes We're pretty left. much done so yep. uh is there a final shout out joe in terms of activation to get sure the yeah yep if you if you want to support the show head on over to juked.gg uh we have our official account set up we're going to be posting all kinds of content over there uh again uh this this partnership works really well because i think we all uh i think i speak for us all when we when i say that you know, this product is actually pretty important and actually we do believe in it. Um, but this time we're actually, you know, working with them. Uh, so, it, you know, if you are interested in multi esports, I would heavily recommend this. Okay. If you are interested in catching all of contenders and having push notifications to your phone that like, hey, contenders A side's up. Hey, contenders, you know, B side Korea is up like, oh, shit. Like there it, it's constantly surprising me 
of all of the like esports that are happening all at once that maybe I wasn't paying attention to. And you still get like some long form discussion. So if that's sure. something you like, I feel like it is because you're a fan of the show. Just saying, uh, head on over there, check it out, and uh, like and subscribe, all that stuff. All right. Well, I'll, I'll uh, run some of the final moments of watch point here as they get ready. But uh, we're about to head into the actual. Uh, we'll take a look at their prints as well. Yeah, we're let's about see the to prints. Head into Ovali's a believer. Oh my Let's god. Go oh my god Let's go Ovali. Let's go We're about to get into the actual <laughs> coaching now. So thank you so much for hanging up for episode two forty nine live. This will go up on YouTube and Spotify uh sometime down the line very soon, hopefully. So thanks for supporting. Uh we're gonna head over and do the do the co stream now. So that's the end of an episode. Cheers. We'll see you next time.